Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here. Hump day version of Rabo and Co. hanging out with Zach Cantrell. I'm Louis Rabo at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680. We also have uh, a guy in a checker sweater and intern Chicago. So we're doing the damn thing today. Um, that's a hockey guy right there. I saw him at the rink on Friday when his team just got pummeled and then they went down to lexington and got further pummeled um bums by the way bums that's that's what your hockey team is just bums let's do bologna or salami get out your mustard kids it's time for bologna or salami max is in here look at all these interns we got the gang all here for the best time of the week just just a ton of cold cuts and a bunch of unattractive men let's go yes what's your favorite kind of cold cuts We, <laughs> no answers working. at all. No answers. Thank you for not working and yeah, uh, there looking we go. At, at Instagram and getting college credit. Yeah, there right, we go. go. There all right, so all let's right. go ahead and start with the Wildcats. You know, I think okay. yesterday with the way that they played, I think it's going to force people to kind of reevaluate their expectations to a degree. So, bologna or salami? Kentucky will still be a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. Oh, salami is double salami. Um, this is just what's happening in college basketball this season. And you know, one of the questions on this segment a couple of weeks ago was was about their final record in the league. And I went under whatever the number was that you get. I think you went with fifteen and three, something like that. Yeah, that's not happening now. Obviously, and it was never happening. And so, and by the way, I, I don't know that it'll happen for anyone. I think that Auburn's very, very good. I think Tennessee, man. They're hard to figure out. For sure. I also don't love Rick Barnes, but this feels like a way better version of whatever Rick Barnes usually does than than teams of the past. So I think they're going to be very good for a very long time. The more fascinating thing to me, Zach, is where do they finish in the league? Does an Alabama stay up? Does does Tennessee stay up? Do they get a couple of wins here against uh, an Auburn or a Tennessee or whatever where the the Cats can kind of climb back into that? No, I got them a three-seater better. Uh, by the time we get to the end of the season. I might have them as a four seed right now. Okay. Because that Miami win does not look nearly as good as it did at the time because we've seen them lose to Louisville and they've gone into a tailspin ever since. Yep. The North Carolina win is going to carry the day for Kentucky as far as the out-of-conference is concerned. But losing to UNC Wilmington is not going to really help. Bad. Losing South Carolina. Let's see how good they actually are. They're 16-3 and three now. Uh, but are they a soft six? They're not a soft 16-3 and three anymore after beating Kentucky. But I just don't know how good this team is in the long run. And then Texas A&M, that's their only SEC win right now that that's a loss that sticks out like a sore thumb too so Kentucky's got a couple of questionable losses and they don't have as many great wins right now now the good news as you said they've still got two games with Tennessee still got to play Auburn still get to play Gonzaga still get to play Ole Miss still get to play Alabama so if you can you know win four or five of those games then that's going to solidify them as a top four seed right now I'll say they end up as a four the interesting thing uh one of the teams that played last night dropped in the net rankings which one do you think it was that Kentucky played? The Kentucky-South Carolina game. One of the teams lost spots in the South net South Carolina rankings. probably lost. South Carolina lost a spot. Kentucky didn't move. So, again. That's why I, I don't trust I, net rankings. No, it's why when you go on the road, you don't overreact to it. Because in the rankings, in the computers, it, it matters a lot less than what we see with our eyeballs. I'm not saying there aren't issues. Of course there are issues. Every team has issues. Kentucky certainly has them defensively off. Last night, way more offense. Yeah. And I think I think the other thing when it comes to seeding is the metrics. The metrics have not liked Kentucky all uh, year. The problem for them is when someone sees Ken Palm 80 on defense or something, it's going to hurt them in the long run. That's right. And they take all that into account. Yes. So here's an interesting hypothetical. Let's go across the street with Louisville. Louisville will make the college football playoff before they make another Sweet 16. Bologna or Salami? Do it again. They will make the college football playoff before they make it to the Sweet 16. <sighs> what a great question. Thank you. 
man, oh man. I'll go salami. I I think I would too. I'll go salami. I think being one of the top ten teams in football is going to be easier for them than all you got to be is top twelve now. Getting well with automatic qualifiers and stuff. I, I I'm right. I'm in my brain. I'm doing twelve just to be safe, right? Mm-hmm. Or doing ten, excuse me, to sure. be safe. Right. Um, man. Yeah, I think I would lean on the football side because I just you know when we have these conversations about the next coach here. I just I, I keep looking at who people think are the next options, and I don't I don't think it's going to be the quick turnaround that people hope it'll be. I don't either. Now, I think the quality of play will go up. I think that you will be able to go to the games and not be embarrassed. I think you will be able to go to the games and expect a certain level of play out of your team and organization and those things. But to make a Sweet 16 is a different animal. I mean, it is very difficult. Kentucky had the National Player of the Year for two years and did not make the second weekend. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go football. Gosh, I don't think either is real likely in the next two years. But I think Brahm eventually will build it there. And I think Louisville basketball is maybe four or five years from the second weekend. I think football could happen in the next couple of years just because you just have to be in the top 12. You can finish second in the ACC and still have a realistic chance to make the playoff. Brahm has built some real momentum with the transfer portal. You know, you can make fun of the portal prints and do all that all you want. There's real momentum on the recruiting trail for them. And the ACC is probably going to get weaker because Florida State's going to leave eventually. So there's going to be more opportunities, I think, for Louisville. And again, there's just all you got to do is be in the top 12 and we're asking at this point, do you believe in Jeff Brown more? Do you believe in who's the next coach more? Now you can have a quick turnaround. Jerome Tang did it with Kansas State. They went to the Elite Eight right away. Uh, it happened at Iowa State. They went to the Sweet 16. But I think it's easier to get to the playoff as far as controlling that versus the NCAA tournament is the most random event in sports. You can have the best team in the country and lose on the first day. So I think it's easier to project a team to make the playoff in football than it is to go to the Sweet 16 okay. in the NCAA tournament. That's fair enough. All right, so let's go to the National Football League. The winner of the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs and the Ravens, the winner of this game will win the Super Bowl, Bologna or Salami. I think that's Salami. I I, I do think that... So I I made a comment the other day about someone saying that the NFC game was the JV game. I don't think it's that vast. I don't expect the AFC... I mean, Zach, when I was growing up, the Super Bowl was boring. The NFC always won. Because they always won. And they won by like three three to five touchdowns. Yes. I mean, they just dominated teams. And I think there was a year that the Niners just beat the Chargers 55 to 10. That was the Broncos. Was it the Broncos? They beat the Chargers like 49-26. Okay, so, like, so like, it blew them out, right? I mean, whatever. Like my they generation, scored as much as they yeah, wanted. My right. generation, all we know is close Super Bowls. Right. We've and only the Seahawks Broncos game. I think so that's I, the only one that's been terrible. Yeah, and I and I just don't think we get those kinds of blowouts anymore in the Super Bowl. And so I um I don't think we will this year either. I agree. I, I think that whichever team makes it will make it a game. Um but I do think it's either what we've been talking about. I mean if Mahomes goes to Baltimore and wins this weekend it's over. Yeah. That conversation's over. Yep. I mean who he is, what he's become in that league, it's done. Yeah. He's the he's the dude. He's the dude, he and then is. all we're doing is counting how many more rungs on the ladder he can climb. That's it. That's, it. That's where we're going with this. And I mean, he's yeah. Anyways, um, so I'll go. I'll go. Salami. I do think the winner of the game in Baltimore this weekend wins the Super Bowl. I- I'm with you as well. And the, one of the biggest reasons is if you really believe that much in the Ravens. They've already played both the Lions and the 49ers in the regular season, and stomped both of them. They That's beat right. the Lions 38-6. They beat the 49ers 36-22, and it wasn't that close. I mean, obviously they probably wouldn't blow them out to the same degree, but I don't know if either of those teams have made up enough uh, in the month or so since the since the Ravens just stomped them. Especially not, I, the Lions, I just don't see matching up with the Ravens well at all. That game was just a whitewashing from the very beginning. I think the 49ers could give him a better game because Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. Is he going to do that again? Probably not. But at the same time, if Mahomes goes to goes to Baltimore and wins, and he's beaten Allen on the road and he's beaten Lamar yep, on the road, you're telling me he's going to get stopped in the the Super Bowl by whichever team comes out of the NFC? He already beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl a few years ago, and then last year he went to San Francisco and dominate them, beat them 43-22 or something like that. Yep. And the Lions won the opener against the Chiefs, but Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones didn't play in that game. Kadarius Toney, of course, had a drop that led to a pick six. A lot of things happened in the Lions' favor in that game, so 
San Francisco, I give a chance to okay. beat either of those teams. I don't really give Detroit much of a chance to beat either of those okay. teams. I do think whoever wins the AFC Championship wins the Super Bowl. Just the, the difference in quarterback play is just so stark, I think. I agree. All right, so let's keep it in the AFC Championship game. Lamar Jackson has an argument to be the best quarterback in the NFL if he beats Mahomes and wins the Super Bowl because he would have two regular season MVPs yep. and a Super Bowl. Yep. He has an argument. Not that he's the best, but he's in the discussion with Mahomes, Bologna or Salami. He's, to me, he's already in the argument, but this solidifies his place in whatever the rung of quarterback is right behind Pat Mahomes. It doesn't put him in that rung. So I guess that's Bologna for me then? Yeah, I guess we're going there. Um, yeah. And so... Yeah, because he's not Mahomes yet. I I think even if the Ravens, let's say the Ravens somehow win thirty to twenty this weekend, okay? Yeah, and Lamar looks awesome. Sure, uh, but they lose the Super Bowl. Um, I think even if he wins the Super Bowl, he's still a rung behind Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But it puts him into whatever that next group is, and that's a fine place to be. Yeah, he's number two, and there's no more questions. Like right now, we yes. have the question about who is the second. So I don't best know if that's a baloney salami. I think it's a baloney. Both, <laughs> both on the sandwich, yeah. but. And, and, and I want to be clear, because whenever we talk Lamar, people think we're, we're disparaging him. No, no. It ain't that at all in this case. It's just Mahomes is the dude right now. Yeah. Mahomes does all the things that we're told Lamar does. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so uh, he's in that category. I want to be clear. Lamar can get there. The guy's 26. The guy can get there. But what Mahomes has set up to this point is really incredible. Yeah, right now it's baloney. Look, if Lamar wins this game, he is the number two quarterback probably in football. Because right now it's Burrow, Allen, and Lamar kind of fighting for that spot. Right now I think Burrow gets the advantage. Herbert with the right coach maybe. Yeah, if he gets the car ends up being his Maybe Maybe in Houston they keep it going. CJ Stroud Stroud gets into that conversation. He's not there yet. No. But what he did this year gets him, it elevates him into a conversation of where do we put that guy. And and think about this. All we've talked about, the best quarterbacks, they're all in the AFC. How many? Who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now? I don't know. We thought it was Jalen Hurts coming into the year. I don't think it is. Dak Prescott, way too flaky. Brock Purdy, no. I don't think there's a good answer there. The AFC is just loaded. But if Lamar wins the AFC Championship, wins the Super Bowl, he's number two. But he is not number one. So it's baloney. He's not on Mahomes' level. No one is. Mahomes is here, and everybody else is fighting for second right now. And it's not particularly close. Mm. This week either opens the conversation or it closes it permanently. There you go. All right. And wow. last one, another hypothetical for you. Bologna or salami? Let's go back to Lexington. Mark Stoops will be coaching at Kentucky longer than John Calipari. <laughs> to Mike Gandolfo oh, special. How about that? Man. All right. Let me. The only thing I am looking up. So John Calipari is three years younger than my parents. He is 64 years old. He will turn 65 in February. These guys are absolute maniacs and never want to quit these jobs. You would think you get to 65, you've made 9 million bucks for five years or eight years or whatever it is, and you would just decide, I've got 100 million bucks in the bank, I'm going to step away. They don't think like that. No. They are absolutely psycho. And here's the only reason that I could see Stoop staying at Kentucky longer than Cal. And it's Mitch Barnhart. Yeah. Barnhart loves one of those guys, doesn't love the other. Oh my gosh, what a great question. All right, what is the official question? Stoops is there longer? Yes. Baloney. I agree. Baloney. Because I, I could see Cal, Stoops leaving. Yes. Stoops could go to Iowa or he maybe go Florida State. Nah, I don't think he's going um, to Florida State. I think that window's closed. It depends on Norvell, period. Yeah, I think he just um, signed an extension, though, didn't he? He did. Yeah, but of course, those can be broken very yes, easily. Yes, they can. <laughs> if you think that guy doesn't have an out clause, an out clause excuse me, for uh, SEC or Big Ten teams. I'm sure he does. I'm positive. Yeah, so I think Mark Stoops will be at uh, Kentucky longer than John Cal- or will Yeah, he will not be at Kentucky longer than John Calipari. Calipari's not leaving unless he chooses to leave, as far as his own volition. And I don't. I think he's got still things he wants to accomplish at Kentucky. Mark Stoops, on the other hand, I could easily see him leaving in the next year or two. He almost left to go to A&M this year. The next time, typically what happens is the first time they flirt, they don't get married. Second time they get married. Yeah, they right. go somewhere else. Yeah, so I'm going to say Cal's still there longer than Soups. There you go, man. All right, appreciate much you, Mike. Mike Gandolfo's chagrin. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you very much for that. All right. All these that? interns learning about cold cuts, look at them. Max is like full head on the ground looking at his phone. They're going right to learn about the gobble ghoul. He's got great hair though, so I'm not. I'm not. I know. Yeah, there's no. There's none of this crap going on yet. Yeah, that's why I like. Yeah, get married, have a couple kids, see what happens, huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs>
Boy, you're really uh, selling me on having kids. Yeah, no, that's so great. I like having hair. I don't. I don't know if I've ever told the story, but um, it, I, I will just say if you ever get to watch, watching, watching. So if you ever get to watch a nursing class, watch a woman give birth. Oh no! It that is sounds the terrible. world's greatest anti-marriage video ever. <laughs> oh, I'm, it's probably the greatest birth control in the history of the world. Not even close. Oh man! All right. Well, let's thank matzo pie. How about that? M O Z Z A P I matzo pie dropping off that lunch today. Pizza, focaccia bread, those salads, delicious cookies. You can head out to their Anchorage location. Unique dining experience out there. You can visit them in Douglas Loop, Butchertown as well. Uh, as you've heard on the ads as well, they're going to be opening over in Indiana uh, near the old Colgate plant. So how about that? You can check them out. They'll have a rooftop space over there as well. They're available. Uh, the ten twenty craft brews at every location. That delicious. And a made brick oven pizza, matzapie.com, M O Z Z A P I.com. Looking forward to that for lunch today. We've got a little on air meeting today, Zach. You looking forward to that? A little meet and greet? A uh, little pizza? Sure. Hear look, about what's going on at the station? Pizza. Yes, I look forward to the pizza. I'll give you that. <laughs> Does anybody ever say, yes, give me, the, give me that meeting? I love meetings. No. Oh, man. What are the meetings you look forward to? Uh, the meetings where I get more money. <laughs> yeah, that one. I was trying or to figure out what that a bigger is, yeah. job. <laughs> Promotions. Money. I can't offer you. Or if you things. hate your boss, those meetings where you actually Oh, you leave. get to quit or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Which no, I'm not doing one. here, by the way. But I think of past Louis. experience. <laughs> uh, Texter, Stoops the next three years, six and six, five and seven, three and nine. I, with the new schedule, John Hale was on this air and said, I hope people enjoyed the assuming... The assumption of a bowl game, because it is it is going their life is going to change. Going to Texas was not part of the deal before it is now. It's just it's going to be different in Lexington. <sighs> not a lot I can do about that. Uh, but more money talk. We do it next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Hey, welcome back in. Rabot and Co. wrapping up the show the next 40 minutes or so here, leading you into Bobby V. And then, of course, Roundtable 3 to 6 here today. Uh, look, Bobby V. is going to be a must-listen today at noon uh, as he breaks down. Uh, I, so I made a mistake. Um, I need to, need to go back and, and tell everyone that I made a mistake. So at 8.24 this morning, Zach knows I was working on the show sheet. Oh, t- and Tanner's here. Tanner, I apologize to you directly. I don't really care for you, Tanner, but this is, you know, I have to apologize anyway. I sent to both Valvanos this morning at 8.24 a link to an article about the world's largest bobblehead collection. So bad news, good news, Tanner. Bad news, there's going to be three hours of bobblehead talk on the Diener show, or excuse me, on, on, on the V show. But the good news is you don't have to do anything. So whatever disgusting videos you watch on your phone, you can just go do that. I, you seem like a death video kind of guy. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Don't come to the mic. I'm not interested in talking to you. Uh, you seem like a death video. God damn it. I was like, try to hold a straight face here. All right. Well, uh, I said that and all Bob wrote back was great piece. I can't wait to revisit this on the show. It's just going to be three hours of bobblehead talk. So I apologize for that. Uh, that Zach, sounds about right. Do you collect anything? No, I'm not really a collector. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, man, I think the only thing that I collected for a while was like the the Woodford bottle that they do for Derby every year. Sure. And I and I would buy those and then we had a rule so we would either as a group this was before I started doing this stuff, but 
we would either go to Oaks and then have a Derby party or, or have an Oaks party and then go to Derby, right? Do that. Yeah. Very normal sort of behavior. And our only rule was whatever day we had the party, we had to finish the leader of, of Woodford. And that happened the first time we ever did it was, oh man, like 2010. And my buddy and Scott and I just drank it. And it was, we'd gotten to like 8 p.m. And, and there was like this much left bad for radio that i'm holding up my hands um and i, and I just looked at him and i said we got to finish that bottle and then it became the standard Obviously. and then it turned into like the bottle was gone in like 35 minutes there you go <laughs> so there it is there you go. <laughs> so that was my collection but bob the, the bobblehead thing is legit man um texture stoops is going to retire in kentucky because he makes too much money there and he won't get a top job like uh, like in ohio state or something uh, his chance to go was this past off season is an op- is a chance. I mean, there's a chance that that's true. Sure. I'm not sure. So, uh, texture. I can't listen to Lenny Kravitz after hearing those L8 ripoff commercials, <laughs> and then something else that fits in with the Hump Day theme that we've had today. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh man. So uh, ESPN Louisville has updated my bio. What do you think is in my bio? <laughs> I don't know. Is it good or bad? Um, I wrote it. Um, so yeah, there so you it's go. good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, he's married. He grew up in Michigan. He went to college. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure, the stuff that no one cares about. Yeah, well, <laughs> the uninteresting things, as far as we're concerned, uh, on the uh, the basketball side. Uh, by the way, getting a ton of these texts already. Uh, another one. Uh, Stoops already tried to leave. He just got turned down by the boosters. Uh, you know that it might be right. I mean, it might be right. I- I'm not sure, but I do think. If you're just reading the tea leaves of who's in charge there, there's more support on the Stoop side than there is on uh, on the Calipari side from the uh, the athletic director office at least. What you know they had they had Jared on this morning and they, they obviously just hired someone in you know the the offensive coordinator from the Bengals. Yeah, Do you Brian remember? Callahan. Thank you, Callahan. Um, and they talked about possibly bringing in Liam Cohen because of his relationship with Will Levis. Do you think that's on the table? I think it's on the table, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. The interesting thing is because uh, do you think Callahan's going to want to call plays? Because I do. Yes. Right? Has he said that? Has he said he's going to? He hasn't said so, okay. but my okay. guess is it's hard to take that I just want to apologize if I missed that headline or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it, those guys don't want to give that up, right? No, typically not. I mean, Jeff Brown doesn't want to give that up. He doesn't want to give that up. I understand. Like they're, it's Ryan Day doesn't want to give it up, Ryan Day doesn't want to give nuts. it up, but he has to. Yes, he is now. Um, who do you think made that decision? Uh... Not Ryan Day. You don't think he was self-aware enough to do it? He could have, but I'm guessing Bill O'Brien, that was part of his thing, was I, if I'm taking this job, I'm calling the play. Oh, I agree with that part, but who who told him, oh, go interview Bill O'Brien? Uh, probably some of the boosters or okay. Gene Smith. It's interesting, right? I, or maybe Ryan finally found his uh, inner demon and realized, I, you know what, It's I better wake up now or I'm going to be coaching somewhere else next year. And he'll never get a job as good as what he's got. Okay, this is... This is the text that I agree with the most of any text I've ever received, Zach. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Sure. Texter, 4379680 on the UPS jobs text line. I would give this person a prize if I had one. Texter, at least you drank the bourbon. People that collect bourbon and don't drink it are, are just insane. Could not agree more. Yes. The juice is meant to be drunk. Obviously. It ain't meant to sit on your... It just isn't. Yeah. It's not meant to sit out there. I had a buddy, uh, his his brother passed away. He worked at Brown Foreman for years. And in the days when, when you walked off the line twice a week, they just handed you a fifth of bourbon. Mm-hmm. But he didn't drink. So he dies, and they get into his basement. And it's apparently just a normal Louisville basement. But there are thousands, and I'm not exaggerating, thousands of bottles of early times. Ooh. And thousands of handguns. Because apparently he just liked to go to garage sales and just buy little little guns and tinker with them and clean them up and whatever and and so at his funeral, this is when I knew I had I had settled here, Zach, and I had made friends that were locals because I go to the funeral home to support my next door neighbor. His brother passed away, and they say, "Hey man, come join us in the parking lot." Yeah, and there's three pickup trucks. All of the beds have been filled with ice. And they're all full of Bud Light cans. <laughs> and they're like, here you go. Have a beer with us. But that's how I knew I had made it. I was in. I was in the club. I didn't fit in, but at least I was in the club. One so of they, us. That's One exactly, of us. That's exactly right. Oh, man. By the way, above, and this was, this was delightful, above his casket at the funeral home was a crucifix and a deer head. <laughs> 
Sounds about right. It was perfect, man. Oh, it was perfect. Uh, man, oh, man. Texture, you should play the I want to get away, I want to fly away lyric at timeouts at card home games. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Texture. No, you remember that. those old uh, Southwest Airlines uh, commercials? Like, yeah, want to get away? Want to get away? Yeah, it's just now Kenny, you can. Just Kenny Payne's face. Don't say anything else. Just play that in the Louisville market. Yeah. Oh. You fly Southwest with our friends at uh, Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Yeah. <laughs> Plugged in and know they were getting. How about that? Oh, man. What a ridiculous thing. All right. Well, we did react to uh, Kentucky losing last night, Louisville getting the head pad from the media. All that in the uh, in the podcast center now, if you missed any part of the show, ESPNLouisville.com or on the app. All right. So uh, the McDonald's All-American rosters have been announced. Kentucky has several uh, commits off of this team. And so uh, if you are looking for that. Um, you want to guess how many Louisville has? I know the answer to that. But uh, the top 15 prospects in the 2024 class were all named All-Americans. Headlined by, of course, Cooper Flagg, the white kid from Maine who apparently is Jesus. I didn't know. That's but, what I heard. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's apparently what's going on. Five programs have multiple recruits in the game. Did you read this article? I did. Dang. Okay. All right. Let's grab someone else then. Uh, get Max. Grab Max. Max, get up here. Come here, Max. Come on. All right, Max. So intern Max wants to let's do a little bit of an interview, a back and forth. People don't know who Max is. Max, who do you want to be when you grow up? Who do I want to be? Yeah, who do you want to be when you grow up? Mm, you. Okay. Okay. How about how about like a, a, a thing that you can actually attain? Because okay, you could never fair. be me. That's I mean, fair. let's be realistic. I'm kidding. So <laughs> no, no, but you don't want to sit here. You want to you want to do what? Yeah, uh, trying to get into play by play sports broadcasting. Which sport, though? Baseball. On the baseball side. Yeah. So there you go. And I was, I, was, yeah. I was happy for you because just around this town, you've got a Sean Moth on the Louisville side. you got a Nick Curran who you can just come in on Sundays and, and talk to, right? Uh, and then, of course, Paul Rogers kicking around here, just play-by-play extraordinaire. Do you think you can name the five programs that had multiple players in the McDonald's All-American game? So Cooper Flagg is an obvious one. He gives away which school? Kentucky. Okay, so Kentucky's one. Yes. Duke. Duke is, the, is where Cooper Flagg is going. Good. Okay. I don't pay attention to high school kids. Um, uh, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh. uh, Closer Carolina. to the mic. Closer to the mic. This is radio. North Carolina. North Carolina's one of them. There's four. Okay. So blue blood, blue blood, blue blood. And now the other two. Non-blue bloods, I'm assuming? They are very non-blue bloods. Ooh. One is in the SEC. One is in the Big Ten. Auburn? It is not Auburn. It is Alabama, the other school in that state. Okay, so uh, Nate Nate Oates, obviously, uh, murders included, still getting dudes. Keep going. They can play. Um, (laughs) Rutgers is the fifth team. Really? And they have two of the top five players in the country committed. So there you go, Max. How about that? So does being a blue blood matter for 60% of these teams? Yes, it does. Can you be outside of the Blue Bloods oh, and still yeah. get players? The answer is yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Max, for coming to the mic. Appreciate you very much. I hope the baseball dreams work out so that I don't have to call baseball games. All right. So. Oh, Rutgers and two of the top three at one point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I, that's why I said two of the top five because there's different services and whatever right. else, but those guys are both very much top five. Yeah. Rutgers. How about that? <laughs> so, They're not uh, even any good this year. Do you know Boogie Flan's real name? I can't say I do. I think it's John Well is how you say it. Um, He's coming, obviously, uh, the, the, um, the point guard. He's out of New York. Jaden Quaintance, uh, Quaintance, who we've talked about quite a bit out of North Carolina, uh, is a forward. He's the 14th-ranked player at 6'10", long, lanky kind of guy. Um, more of a guy that we've seen Cal try to chase down in recent years mm-hmm. is that kind of build. And then we get n- uncommitted players on this list, including a man named Carter Knox. He's down to Kentucky, Louisville, South Florida, and the G League. <laughs> Serious question. Yeah. What do you? What kind of chance do you give Louisville on that recruitment when the other options include the G League and Kentucky? Oh boy. Does the family connection matter 25%? that much? Five percent. Okay. So more than zero. Sure. By a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Kids I, do the darndest things. It's entirely possible he goes to Louisville. Not likely. But possible. So Kentucky, essentially, if Carter Knox goes there, will have three players on the McDonald's All-American team. That's right. Zach, I don't think you and I have ever had this conversation, and it has it has come out. Rucker's coming on the text line. Very good. Um, that. So last year in the Final Four, there were no McDonald's All-Americans. Correct. Okay. Is that a trend? No. Or was that? Okay. You no. and I are totally the same on this. No. Okay. You want the best guys, I right? want the best players. Thank you. 
everybody's oh get old get old like no i i'll still take the younger town more talented guys do you know a very unpopular take i have is what's that and i and i i i <laughs> i laid this at the feet of one john clay from the herald leader okay. when he was on the show and and i and he rebuffed me with great prejudice which is totally understandable i think cal should get credit for guys who didn't work at Kentucky but ended up being stars in the NBA because he spotted the talent first and got them on campus. They just didn't work at Kentucky. I agree and don't agree at the same right. time. And so I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I think having the eye for talent, just getting them on campus and trying to make it work yeah. is absolutely a good approach to trying to coach basketball. He was actually ahead of the transfer portal. He's ahead of all those things. And so, no, I think this is absolutely a case where if they can get Carter Knox. The other guys in here, by the way, that are not committed – Trent Perry's on this list. I don't think he's coming to Kentucky. Uh, he's a California kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, no, 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 no. I'm mixing him up. Trent, uh, Trent uh, he's going to USC. I'm mixing him up. I apologize. Um, is there another uncommitted guy on here? Might be just Carter Knox now. Yeah, yeah. The other part is on this list. Texture, I give Louisville a zero percent chance to land Carter Knox. That's probably more accurate. I'm at like three. Three. One in 30 chance. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> I'm just saying when the other options are USF yeah, and the yeah. G League, you would think Louisville could at least have a So when we chance. talk about who will take this job, who's at a major job right now, who are the guys that we talk about? Drum Tang, Dusty May, Mick Cronin, maybe not so much Mick Cronin anymore. Okay. Scott Drew is everybody's pie in the sky candidate. Yep. Uh, what is Scott Drew great at? What isn't Scott Drew good at? Okay, the thing he's great at is getting transfers and making them fit his Correct. system immediately and making those guys play together. It is stunning how yes. good he is at it. He's okay? very good in uh, transition offense, very good at recruiting, very good at turning around programs, as we know. Scott Drew is a very, very good coach. He just convinced a kid on Long Island who's a top five player in the country to go play at Baylor. Yes. It isn't that he's just getting transfers in now. No, he's getting winning the elite recruits. He's got a brand new facility. And it was interesting. I was talking... With Ennis yesterday, and I'm not trying to pick on him, by the way. But Ennis said something like, yeah, but Waco sucks. And I said, do you know that's what people say about Louisville that don't live here? They say it sucks. That's what they say about it. Why would you live in Kentucky? That's what they say about Louisville. Yep. Those are legitimate things that people outside of this market say. So I, th- why would it? I, I just, that's the one, by the way, and I, it was how I wanted to end this part of the conversation. Why would a guy with all that stuff at Baylor come here? I don't know. After two decades of being there. He's already turned around the program. Why does he want to do it again? I, I just... It would be far easier, but why turn it around when you've already built something and Baylor's always in the mix every year? Why leave that? And brand new... They built you a They stadium. built you a new facility, brand new basketball arena. You are... I don't get it, man. I don't I don't understand where... You why, are Baylor basketball. That's the end of the conversation. I get, but I get, by, I get why people want him on the Louisville list. I don't understand it. I don't understand it from Scott Drew's angle. That's oh, I completely understand why Oh, he's why from Louisville Indiana. Who gives a bleep? Yeah. It's not like Shrewsbury who grew up in New Albany. It's not like that at all. No. He's from Indiana. He's going to take the Louisville job? I don't know. It, it, that one... He's had chances to leave Baylor and hasn't. Why would he do it I now? think that's also true. And for jobs that are... Are better. Maybe. He's had the opportunities to take better jobs and hasn't done it. Why would he want to, after he's turned around Baylor and the greatest turnaround in the history of college athletics, why would he want to try and come up here and do that again when he could be coaching the twilight of his career trying to win more championships at an established place that he's established? Why would he Why would he come up here and do that? Reminder, Louisville Sports Live tonight uh, at 7 with uh, Zach Cantrell and some other dudes. Uh, over on 93.9, they'll talk Scott Drew, but really they should talk Tommy Lloyd. I'm not kidding. That's where you should move that conversation. I, I oh, okay. See, Doc Rivers is coaching, going to be the man. Coach of I, I, it's the only. There, there are very few times that I that I want to have a full fledged conversation with Issel about something that's off of the main beaten path of Louisville radio, and that's one of those stories. Is how much how much does the the coach in an NBA locker room at the highest highest level matter? And why is Doc Rivers the pick for this one when he has one title? So the Bucks will be paying three head coach salaries this year because they're still paying Mike Budenholzer after firing him last that year. That is when having, Griffin. having hedge fund dude from New York with just unlimited money is a great thing. That's sure. right. Yeah, I mean, Chris Beard come down the text. Chris Beard is the – he is Scott Drew without a brand-new stadium. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's that's where I would go with that. Let's take a break here. Um, reminder to Bellarmine basketball is playing Thursday. They host North Florida. 6.30 over at Freedom Hall. If you can get over there, I can't recommend it enough. If you got little kids, man, it's $5 tickets. They can run around in the upper bowl there uh, at Freedom Hall. You're right on the midcourt line. The, the seats are awesome. It's, it's easy to park, everything else. I mean, I, I take my three boys and me. We go to the game. We get tickets. We park. Everybody gets ice cream, and I'm out of there for 50 bucks. And it's just you can't beat it. It's an absolute great, great deal. Um, if you can't, we are your home for Bellarmine basketball on the radio in Louisville, and uh, they will be here on 680-1057, 6.15 pregame, 6.30 first tip against North Florida. Are they the Ospreys? Is I it the believe North Florida so. Ospreys? Yeah, I think that they're the Ospreys. Huh. All right, more predatory bird talk. We do it next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. to Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. How about your North Florida women's tennis team from 1994, Division II national title winners? Ospreys, let's go. How about that? A little Osprey talk on Rebeau and Co. here. Uh, your Lincoln Park song of the day there from our guy Zach C. Uh, behind the glass doing the damn thing with 15 other people. How about that? <laughs> uh, reminder, in the slot Sunday morning, Sunday morning hangover, 10 to noon here. Nick Kern, Phil Baker, and, of course, your guy, Zachy C., who loves to be here from 10 to noon, apparently. All right, there you go. All right, a little North Florida Osprey. They've actually got kind of a clean logo. Not going to lie. Don't like, I don't hate it. It's like navy and that, that like silver gray thing. It's a good look. Those are good colors together. Zach, you understand me? I do. All right. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's what the Titans should be, Yeah. except they decided they need to have arena football jerseys instead of, like, NFL jerseys. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of the Titans' current unis. I like, no. like, the looks that they had when they first came in the league like yes. in 99 2000 yes. with eddie That's george right. and mcnair yeah but once they got now or lean into right. lean into the old oilers colors no i Those hate see, fire. i hate that that's a really pe- no i love the oilers uniforms i oh. hate that the titans are the are ones that wear right, yeah. when they're playing oh, they shouldn't when win they the oilers. played the houston that was, texans yeah, that's, that's a joke yeah it's the houston oilers not the tennessee uh, oilers. i agree with you that part i agree but the colors are fire. <laughs> oh, the Houston Oilers jerseys yeah. are among the best in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. My favorite jersey of all of them is the San Diego Powder Blues back in the day. I mean, how many of us... Okay, this is where I think the age discrepancy will come out. Tecmo Super Bowl, not on your list, yes? Oh, I've heard of Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, but you didn't play it, no. right? Okay. Warren Moon, dude, on Tecmo Super Bowl, you could just run a play with the two outside wide receivers just running straight, just just fly routes, just gone, Okay. And you could just run backwards with Warren Moon all the way to your end zone, no matter how far it was. And just stand there, wait for defenders to get within five yards, throw the ball. It would go up and off the screen and then come back down on the screen in the air, solid 80, 85 yards in the air. That's what video games are for, baby. I heard Bo Jackson was the most unstoppable player in the history of video games. And it's like they did a great thing on that, on that game. Bo Jackson's way at the top. And then Barry Sanders is right behind him. Yeah. Barry's insane on that game. And then other guys are are kind of ridiculous in that game. You know, Lawrence Taylor's in that game, this of kind of stuff. And, you know, just you're not tackling Lawrence Taylor in that game. You're nope. not blocking that guy. Uh-uh. <laughs> so it just ain't happening. So. so it's pretty realistic. Yeah. It's before there were player ratings, you didn't know what the guys. I mean, they have player ratings if you go into the game and actually click on them rather than just listed next to them. Yeah. They got it really right on that game. I don't know. I'm sure someone will text in now that we've started Nintendo Talk. I did see Bob in the back. Immediate acknowledgement of how excited he is about the bobblehead. Oh, he'll talk. (laughs) He would talk about Tech Bubble. Yeah. Um, 
Texter, as far as the uh, coaching change, um, Moss was high on that list last year, but um, but no talk this year. Texter, the Bucks are thirty and thirteen, and they made a change. Goodness, yeah, no, I, it's happened before. Uh, listen, David Blatt, Cavs. A, a, a theme on this show is is programs with standards, mm-hmm. and the Bucks are not. Hey, let's win the regular season. The Bucks are trying to win a title. Correct. That's yeah. why you go trade for Damian Lillard. You're not doing that for regular season stats. Texture's asking what kind of ice cream. Did I talk about ice cream? I don't think we talked about ice cream. Might have been for across the hall then. Okay. Yeah. Or is he? Oh. It's like the movie. Yeah, I don't think those are for us. It's like in the movie Ringer, when the F do we get ice cream? What is an Osprey? It's an Osprey. <laughs> Oh, it's a spray joke, people. How about that? Uh, Texter, I'm old enough to remember the handheld football game that just had arrows for players. <laughs> Tecmo Super Bowl was banned because of that. The, the original Tecmo Bowl. By the, so how it worked, Zach, was you, a players on offense, a players on defense. And there are eight options for plays. Four run, four pass in Tecmo Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, Christian Okoye. Yeah, dude. That's a good one, man. Thank you for texting. The Nigerian that sensation. Oh, he was unbelievable. Man, oh, man. Um, the <laughs> you had eight eight options, and so on defense, if you pick the right play, you're you would immediately become Nigerian a, nightmare. A, is that what his nickname was? Nikoya, the Nigerian that, nightmare. That guy was a problem for like three seasons. He was disgusting. Um, the uh, in the game, and so if the defense picked the right play, you were kind of bleeped. Now, if you had good players on your team, you could overcome that, but it was pretty difficult. If they knew what play you were calling, you threw an interception a lot if you tried to make something happen that way, but blah, blah, blah. Um, in the original Tecmo, there were only four plays. <laughs> two run, two pass. So you got messed up all the time. So I'm sure that's why they added extra plays. But man, Warren Moon could just bomb the ball in that game. It was fantastic. Um, do-do-do-do-do. Oh, man. I don't know if these are for me or not. Um, oh, hello. Yep. Can't read about that one. Thank you, Texture. <laughs> Uh, oh, I said ice cream. Uh, kids get ice cream at the game. That is what I did. I said that about the Bellarmine game. So my kids are, uh, I got a kid who's a strawberry kid. I got uh, a kid who's a vanilla kid. And I got a kid who will eat any ice cream. There you go. Yeah, the Nigerian nightmare immediately coming down on the text line a couple of times. That's great. That game was baller as hell, though. It was fantastic. All right, what else do I need to get into today? Uh, will Rogers is staying at Washington. So kind of. I got called Louis Biden on the text line. Louis Biden. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of ice cream? <laughs> That's Vanilla, funny. Jack. It's it's the yeah. It it's funny because of that. Yes, I, and, and I, you can call me whatever you want. It's funny. Uh, Will Rogers is going to stay at Washington. His hope is that Fish Jed Fish uh, will be a bridge for him to get to the NFL. Two questions. Good decision by him. And will he get to the NFL? Good decision. I don't know if he'll get to the NFL. He's been in college for eight years, and there's yeah. a reason guys are in college no, for eight right. years. Oh, Leroy Horde coming down on the text line. Leroy Horde. That's Man. an old man. Leroy Horde, there man. was a famous quote about him. Like, if you need me to get one yard, I'll get three. Yeah. If you need me to get five yards, I'll <laughs> get, get three. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Blades of Steel coming down on the text line. Oh, yeah. Highly underrated. 100% agree. Yes. I agree. Yeah, no, if we're going like sports video games, someone was surprised the other day. Um, my guy Brandon, who listens on the podcast, Brandon, hope you're doing well, man. You're a lady too. Um, that <laughs> that he was surprised I was a gamer, and I had to like point out I'm not like when I was a kid, I would play more of like the like the I don't know, like role player, is that what they're called? Like role player games, RPGs, whatever. But I as I got older, I just I would literally just sit down with one sports game that I would play two, three nights a week, and I would manage the franchise, essentially. Oh, yeah. Because when you get older, that's fun. See, what's right? you know what's fun? NCAA, when you play the old NCAA right. football Right, you had games, to recruit and the, all that, that was stuff. more fun than the games. I like being uh, I able agree. to coach at like some small school and get the five-star receiver, to, and I'm holding okay. off Alabama and Ohio State. Am I State? the only one who would take a MAC team and turn them into another school that didn't have a football team? No, that's what you should do. Okay, thank you. Okay, all right. You always started a small as, school. You play as the school you like, or yes. you do that, right? But yeah, the problem is, I if I do that, then most people deem that cheating. So I usually like to start at a small. No, but you school could start at Bowling Green. Sure, because oh, you I've went to Bowling that. Green. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like that's I've, perfect. I've started a dynasty at Bowling Green. I won like five straight national championships. You're damn right, you did. That's what video games are for. Yes, of course. But Mac games are always a letdown because my non-conference <laughs> schedule would be like. I'm playing Alabama, and I'm yeah, playing right. Georgia, and I'm playing Texas. And then, oh, now all of a sudden, I'm going on the road to play Kent State. Like, did you? Okay. Did you back in the day? 
uh, if you added Hawaii as a road game, it was a free game. It was a free game. Back during the 11 game of seasons. Of course. So I would always add the 11, yeah. the, uh, the, that game to go into Hawaii for sure. Yeah, it's an extra bowl game. How about that? Man, this is a good one too. This is coming from our guy, Jason Entz. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. on the N64 on Ken Griffey. Uh, that baseball game, in Je- excuse me, and N64 is still the best sports game ever. Dude, the, the Sega Genesis hockey games. Yeah were freaking baller but yeah the 90s and 64 man that griffey game dude griffey you know it was so, a great sega a video game man. nba that? jam oh of course nba jam was dude the best. nfl blitz is the NFL dumbest blitz. most fun game it's the ever most fu- yes. uh for young guys who are interning here do you guys know what nfl blitz is is that a game okay i got a thumbs up okay nfl get blitzed is a fantastic drinking game um if you need one for your uh, enjoyment of playing uh, said game. They're telling Max you what to do. going to be like, I think I know how to make those rules. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> uh, text are the best running back joke that uh, is that New Orleans uh, running back Mark Ingram couldn't find his car after the game because he parked more than two yards from the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, that's funny. Leroy almost got Berman fired uh, when he showed uh, when showing a highlight. He said, Leroy, your mother's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. NFL. Oh, NHL hits coming down on the text line. God, I forgot about hits. Spelled with a Z, of course, because we went through a time in this country where we thought putting the Z on end of things to make them plural was cool. Yeah. It's not cool. It's never been cool. It's not okay. Um, I put it on the same level as Harambe jokes. They were never funny. Zach disagrees with me. Harambe jokes had a time. No, they didn't. They were never funny. 2016. They, were they funny? Right after it happened. Was it was funny? Little, yes. They're not now. Okay. I, I've never found them funny. Maybe I'm just that guy. Um, Texture, I took Ohio U at the top of the NCAA. Damn right you did. Oh, Let's go. I, I took Let's tech- go, Bobcats. Green Bobcats. Let's go. I took Texas State <laughs> to the national championship multiple times. <laughs> the ponytail guy in FIFA 04 was unstoppable. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me, but it does. Fabio. Oh, the Big Hurt baseball game was up there with Griffey, man. Yep. NBA NBA Jam was stupid. It was so fun. I played backyard baseball. He's on fire. Oh, man. Yeah, NBA Jam was He's on fire. It was fantastic. Just fantastic. Yeah. We had the debate um, a couple years ago. Dan had to miss a show. We did the debate of who your NBA Jam duo was, like the best one for you and that kind of thing. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, it's Malone and Stockton. It was so good that... I, I interrupted Maben's show, just walked in their studio and said, give me your top two. Like, who's your favorite NBA? And he and, he and Steve immediate. And just, boom. Had one. Well, it's yours. <laughs> it's either them. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Who Kent was up? Peyton's up there. Yeah, that was up there. Um, uh, Morning and Johnson. That's it. Thank you. Yes, that. That. Um, because the problem was uh, Jordan wasn't in the game. Yeah. It was Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Um uh, I'm trying to remember. The Lakers weren't good then. Yeah, yeah. That was um, after Magic. <laughs> uh, He's a backwards rank. It yeah. wasn't Shaq and Penny yet. I don't think they were. Oh, uh, uh, Detlef Shrimp and uh and uh at um uh Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. That's that was right. a really Detlef good one. Detlef Shrimp was the other pacer. That's right. Yep. Sean Kemp was on with Benoit Benjamin, by the way, in the original game. Benoit Benjamin. And I will say the other one that was wildly underrated because they they didn't act like Charles Barkley was six foot four. Yes. Was Barkley and Dan Marley? Yeah, Barkley and Marley. Dude, it was Barkley that and K- he had KJ was some stuff, for a little dude. bit. Yeah, dude. That was some stuff. Yeah, that was a fantastic one. Oh yeah, man, oh man, texts are flying in. <laughs> and the best thing about Jam is you didn't have an unstoppable yeah. team where if you pick them, you always won. Yeah, Reggie and Detlef coming down on the text line for sure. Um, Louis, you're about like two years too old for Harambe jokes. That's all it is. Yeah, it might be it, That's man. It. That might be a generational thing. There it I, is. I, more and more of those things happen in my life all the time for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, texter, uh, Larry Bird fading away from three from the top corner and double dribble was also unstoppable. Man, it's a good text. Double dribble, man. Um, whoever was on the Suns uh, coming down. Yeah, that was yeah, the Barkley, Barkley and Marley. Marley. Now it moved on to Johnson became, yeah, Johnson. And it was Johnson and Thunder Dan after Barkley retired. Yeah. Right. So underrated ones too so ewing and patrick oakley and then charles, um, oakley. Or charles oakley excuse me patrick, patrick ewing charles ewing oakley, ewing and charles <laughs> oakley. <laughs> and then, um tim hardaway chris mullen out at uh, oh, Hard- with, with, the, uh, with, the, with the royers yep. Oh. yep that was a good one too and then um it was early days but you got scott skiles and shack shack yeah. uh, for orlando it was skiles that was the other guy yep. with shack that's yep, right. yep yep and then you had akeem and, and kenny Akeem smith and kenny smith i mean the top 10 in that game was insane yeah right <laughs> 
I'm looking at this. I'm ste- I'm cheating now. But um, Derek Coleman and Drazen Petrovic were on the New Jersey Nets. Yeah. <laughs> they were going on the game. They Drazen were Petrovic. That's the name yeah, I haven't heard for I a while because he died in a car accident. He did? That's right. Yeah. It's a hell of a player, actually. Sure was. David Robinson, Sean yeah, Elliott were on the Spurs. Yep. Larry Johnson, Kendall Gill on the Hornets. And then Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer. Now, you hear that combination, and they should have been top three, but for, on the game, they weren't. But it was like, yeah, because Jam came out in like 93, 94. Right. They should right have been. the Pistons were done. Right after, though. Those guys were still very good at that point. So, yeah, it's a little a little misleading. But, uh, yeah, that the Lakers aren't in the top half with Vladi Divac and, uh, and James Worthy is a little surprised. Is still there? Yeah. yeah. Um, Texas asking if you're from Columbus. He is, and uh, Texas said they lived there for 12 years. That's that? right. There you go. Um, yeah, a little Columbus native. There you go. Glenn Rice, Ronnie Cycli, Ronnie Cycli, Jeff Hornacek and Hersey Hornacek. Hawkins. Yeah. Mark Price and Brad Doherty. Oh, De- Price and Doherty was a good. Dikembe and Lafonso for Denver. Yeah. Issel was literally coaching them when the game came out. Yeah, that's right. How about that? Yeah, they just um, beat the Sonics. By the way, is there any interest? On this show, now that Lafonso's not at ESPN, with having him on to do a weekly segment about college basketball, why not? It's just Issel is his is his son's grand is uh, godfather, excuse me, and so they're they're majorly connected. Lafonso's always been f- uh, friendly with with Dan, and, and frankly, he's been very kind to me. I, I don't know. We just we have a lot of segments. I didn't know if there was a spot where we could fit Lafonso. Probably what Friday? Probably right. Yeah. Grab him for twenty minutes on a Friday, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think Lafonso's really good. That move, that was one I didn't understand because they're going toward younger and toward personality. Yeah. On ESPN, and I really think I thought Lafonso was really good, and I don't think of his him as an old guy. Now I get it; he's probably like fifty. Yeah. But they kept Seth Greenberg and Greenberg. you know like those guys and like the guy they replaced him with. I forget his name right now. He's an older guy too. So like it's not. I don't know. Maybe just college basketball. That's what they're doing. But um, no one knows go. what they're doing. Chuck Person and Christian Leitner for the Timberwolves. Leitner. If you want to lose, yeah. If you want to lose, <laughs> pick Leitner. Chuck Person, man. That's Chuck great. Person was good. He was good. Oh man, what a great. What a great segment. I love doing that segment every time. That's what we do on Thursdays now. We just name tight ends or NBA Jam teams. Oh, it's Wednesday, but hey, what are we going to do? Thanks for hanging out with us. I will head pat you tomorrow at 10 (laughs) o'clock. Rabo and Co., no head patting. Man, oh, man. All right. I am Louis Rabo alongside Zach Cantrell here for Rabo and Co. We'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock, and we hope you are too. Have a great rest of your hump day Wednesday, everybody.